request that everybody stays calm at the current moment, for there is a zombie apocalypse. to Wrecked America, where the bullshit don't fly and the truth is the only thing that'll set you free. We back at it, y'all, with another What It Do Wednesday. As always, I got my ear to the street letting you know what's trending in Wrecked America. This week is in memory of the late, great Bernie Mac. Y'all remember that movie, Life? I can't get Bernie Mac out of my head saying, Jangalang, Jangalang. That was so funny. The boom, boom room and can't get right. Speaking of can't get right, that's the topic of today's show. People who can't get it right. This is a segment I like to call Hidden Headlines, where we dive into stories you may have never heard of or know very little about. First hidden headline is... Wendy Williams and son, Kevin Hunter Jr., put on a united front after his arrest. Y'all know why he went to jail. He whooping daddy's ass, that's why. Anyways, the daytime talk show host and 18-year-old Kevin Hunter Jr. stepped out in New York City on Thursday, holding hands as they made their way through the rain. Their united front comes after Kevin Jr.'s arrest earlier this week for allegedly attacking his father, Kevin Hunter, who is in the midst of a divorce from Wendy Williams. Well, let's see if she gonna talk about this shit on her show, cause her son is whooping her ex-husband's, or wait, uh, divorcee's ass right about now. Let me tell y'all this shit. This motherfucker gonna call the cops on his son for punching him in the motherfucking face after he put him in a goddamn headlock. What kind of, Nigga, please, you a grown-ass man. And he just turned 18. You bullshitting. Niggas ain't shitting. I'll say it again. Niggas ain't shitting. If my ex is listening, niggas ain't shit. Into the mic, motherfucker. Shit. Let's move on to the next story, y'all. Some, how you say this man's name again? Some Harvey Weinstein accusers balk at $30 million settlement. It ain't enough. That's what you get for messing with them high dollar hoes. Some of Harvey Weinstein's accusers are balking at a proposed $30 million settlement of their harassment claims, which could scuttle the deal, Variety has learned. Mm, mm, mm. How sad. Attorneys in the Weinstein Company bankruptcy, wait, attorneys in the Weinstein Company bankruptcy case told Judge Mary Walrath on Thursday that they were close to a global resolution of the civil litigation. All right, we don't care about all this. All we know, let's just break this shit down. Now, he messing with high dollar hoes. They want more money. At the end of the day, $30 million ain't enough for their pain and suffering. He should have kept his thing in his pants and just stuck to directing. But nah, he want to have his cake and eat it too. You got to pay to play. Anyways, we're going to go on to the next story, y'all. Let's see. Let's see who else can't get it right today. Let's see. A 102-year-old woman suspected of murdering murdering 92-year-old nursing home neighbor. Now that's sad. How you 102 years old committing murder? Well, I guess that's the right time to do it. A 102-year-old retirement home resident is under investigation after her 92-year-old neighbor was found murdered 
The nursing home, located in, I don't know how to say this name, Chezis Sir Morin, somewhere in France, y'all, was rocked by the discovery of the victim's body in her bed this past weekend. Reports say she had injuries to her face, which made the death seem suspicious and not from natural causes. Oh, so she, what she do? She cut her up or something? Lord Jesus, 102-year-olds carrying shanks these days? Let me find out. I hope I live to be that age, and hopefully I still got a little spunk in me to carry a shank just in case, because you never know. Anyways, we're going to move it on over. What else do we have in the mailbox? You know what? I'm going to say this for next week. Y'all, y'all got a story on y'all hands. Just wait. Y'all, ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait till y'all hear this shit. But we're going to say we're going to save it. We're going to save it for next week. Hey, I like that joint. What it do, boo boo? Y'all know what time it is. It's 3 minutes to make us laugh. And yes, sometimes it goes over 3 minutes. But fuck it. This wrecked America where the rules are made to be broken. I'll read jokes sent in by our listeners and see if they got what it takes to make us laugh. Producer, start the timer. First joke is sent in from Chris in Missouri City, titled, A Nun and Her Donkey. A nun wanted to enter a racehorse into a race, but then she realized that they cost way too much money, so instead, she bought a donkey. The next day, she enters it into a contest, and it comes in third. The headlines read, Nun's Ass Chokes. The next day, she entered into another competition, and this time, it came in first. The headlines were, Nun's ass wins grand prize. The following day, the owner scratched the donkey from the race. The headlines read, Booker scratches Nun's ass. And on the next day, the nun sold the donkey for a really cheap price. The headlines were, Nun sells her ass for $5. And that's it. That's the motherfucking joke. Chris, bye. Bye, Chris. Don't send that shit in. Wah, wah, wah. I mean, uh, nah, 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 bro. I can't let that one pass. That shit was corny as hell. That's the only reason why I'm laughing now, because that shit was corny, Chris. Anyways, we're going to move on to the next motherfucking joke. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Bubba and Tiny go on probation. This is sent in from Chuck in Northeast Houston. Chuck, you better bring it. You better bring it. Two football players, Bubba and Tiny, were taking an important exam. If they failed, they would be on academic probation and not allowed to play in the big game the following week. The, the exam was fill in the blank. And the last question read, Old McDonald had a blank. <clears throat> Bubba was stumped. He had no idea what to answer but he knew he needed to get this one right to be sure he passed. Making sure the professor wasn't watching, he tapped Tiny on the shoulder. Tiny, what's the answer to the last question? Tiny laughed, then looked around to make sure the professor hadn't noticed. He turned to Bubba and said, Bubba, you're stupid. Everyone knows that old MacDonald had a farm. Oh yeah, said Bubba, I remember now. 
He picked up his number two pencil and started to write the answer in the blank. Then he stopped. Tapping Tiny on the shoulder, he whispered, Tiny, how do you spell farm? You are really dumb, Bubba. That's so easy, hissed Tiny. Farm is spelled E-I-E-I-O. You suck, Chuck. I told your ass to bring it. Wah, wah, wah. This bullshit, I don't like it. It's mediocre at best. Come on, man, where my comedians at? Y'all send me some better jokes. Anyways, we're going to go on to the next one. Jesus. And on to the next joke from Tony in Sugarland called A Lesson in Morals. Tony, come on with it. One day at the end of class, little Johnny's teacher asks the class to go home and think of a story to be concluded with the moral of that story. The following day, the teacher asks for the first volunteer to tell their story. Little Susie raises her hand. My dad owns a farm, and every Sunday we load the chicken eggs on the truck and drive into town to sell them at the market. Well, one Sunday, we hit a big bump, and all the eggs flew out of the basket and onto the road. When the teacher asked for the moral of the story, Susie replied, don't keep all your eggs in one basket. Little Lucy went next. My dad owns a farm too. They must live in the country. My dad owns a farm too. Every weekend we take the chicken eggs and put them in the incubator. Last weekend, only eight of the 12 eggs hatched. Again, the teacher asked for the moral of the story. Lucy replied, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Next up was little Johnny. My uncle Ted fought in the Vietnam War and his plane was shot down over enemy territory. He jumped out before it crashed, but could only take a case of beer, a machine gun, and a machete. On the way down, he drank the case of beer. Then he landed right in the middle of 100 Vietnamese soldiers. He shot 70 with his machine gun, but then he ran out of bullets. So he pulled out his machete and killed 20 more. Then the blade on the machete broke. So he killed the last 10 with his bare hands. The teacher looked a little shocked. After clearing her throat, she asked what possible moral there could be to this story. Well, Johnny replied, don't fuck with Uncle Ted when he's been drinking. <laughs> okay, I like it, it's a drink joke. <laughs> All right, thank you, Tony, for bringing it. Somebody brought it, I, two, one out of three, one out of three, I'm appreciative of it. Thank y'all for sending in the jokes. Head over to Wrecked America on Instagram and tell us if any of these jokes made you laugh. Submit your jokes and or stories to rectamerica at rectamerica at gmail.com. All right, y'all. That's all I got for you today. Love somebody. Don't forget to laugh, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Ellie! Ellie! Now, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. That shit was tight. I want the show to sound like that every motherfucking time. You go, girl.